We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Jake, you're a freaking nutcase. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. NCAA tournament begins tonight and tomorrow in the first four. Then the real thing Thursday, Friday. By the way, join us for both those days. Thursday, Friday at Buffalo Wings and Rings. We'll have great food, beer, prizes, and more. And the first 64 people to show up on Thursday will have a chance to get a ping pong ball with the name on it. If your team makes the Final Four, you will be having great prizes and gift cards alike. So, again, that's Thursday, Friday. Buffalo Wings and Rings for our first two days of the tournament. We're joined now by Husker Online's Robin Washett. Robin, good morning. We were just chatting last segment about, uh, again, the first four is tonight and tomorrow in the in Dayton. Do you count a first four victory as an NCAA tournament win, or do you have to be in the round of 64, Robin? I'm curious you're taking all this. I say it is in the field of the NCAA tournament. Therefore, it counts as a victory. So if hypothetically Nebraska were ever to make a first four game in Dayton and win one, I would chalk that up as their first ever NCAA tournament. No asterisk. No asterisk. Do you you think the fan base would accept that as being the first win Robin or not? I think they would take that in a heartbeat. (laughs) Okay, that's fair enough. (laughs) Consider where things are right now, a win in Dayton would be a crowning achievement. Yes, it would be a crowning achievement. <laughs> I cannot deny that at all. Robin, I'm going to ask you, we were talking throughout these last few months about the Big Ten, and it obviously, to us, it hasn't felt like it's been as good as a conference as it has been the last couple of years. It was still very good, but were you surprised to see the Big Ten lead the way with nine teams in the dance compared to six being the second highest of a, of a conference following that? Yeah, I saw a stat where um, since 2011, I think only – Six times has a conference had nine or more um, teams in there, and the Big Ten has now done it two years in a row. Hmm. So two of two of the six times has been the Big Ten, and it's happened the last two years. So um, you know they've uh, kind of set the tone over the last couple of years with just how deep the league has been. And I agree, it didn't get nearly the praise no. um, all year long that it did a year ago. But you could make a strong case that. There's a few teams that are in the field right now that are much better built to actually um, have a, a lengthy run come tournament time, um, maybe compared to a year ago, where there's not necessarily like the dominant uh, teams like there was or were last year. But I think you can make the case that there's there's almost better teams as far as being you know suited for for tournament play right now. So. Um, you know, they got some help with Michigan getting in the way that they did with Indiana getting into the um, you know into the play-in game. So um, that number kind of got aided a little bit at the very end, but still uh, it's just another example of uh, the quality of league that the Big Ten is where even though um, you know, it can be celebrated or, or not as much, uh, the, the depth there is as good as any in the country. The depth is good. You which team do you trust the most in this field uh, of the Big Ten teams? Of the Big Ten teams, as far as going far in the bracket, it's hard not to say Iowa. Um, just with the way that they're playing right now, uh, they have 
you know, they've got a lot of the pieces that you're looking for uh, for for making it with the veteran guard play, um, and then obviously the star power with uh, Keegan Murray. So um, you know, they're they're up there. You know, Illinois is one that I don't know about because um, that's a team that literally has everything that you're looking for uh, with the you know, high level guard play, and then maybe the best big man in the country. Um, with Kofi Coburn, uh, but again, you know, Utica made the argument they were better last year and they got bounced right away. So I'm, I'm not going to go out and say them yet. I don't know what to think about Purdue. I normally would have said Purdue like a few weeks ago, but they've been really inconsistent, and <laughs> that's not a good recipe for for tournament time. Uh, so Michigan State's always going to be in that conversation. I filled up my brackets and I found that I had them going relatively far in the two brackets that I did, just with the way that their path lines up. So if I had to say, I'll probably say Iowa or Michigan State are probably my answer right now. Wisconsin gets a three-seed, Robin, and of course they you lost in Nebraska to end the regular season. They didn't go terribly far in the Big Ten tournament. Do you, do you trust them? Johnny Davis was not good his last game he played, you know, in the three of 19 shooting in that ball game. Do you trust Wisconsin to do anything in this tournament? Well, it all depends on Johnny Davis. Yep. Um, he's the only reason they they are where they are. Um, without him, they probably would have been a lot closer to their preseason projection, which was you know maybe the the tenth ish best team in the conference. So um, their whole season has ridden on Johnny Davis's shoulders, and I would imagine that will continue uh, into into tournament play. Where if he's good and he's healthy and he's been what he's been all season. Uh, they're going to have a chance. Uh, if not, I just don't think that they have the firepower around him to, to step up and uh, take some of that load off. Okay, Robin, wash it. <clears throat> Excuse me, HuskerOnline.com. Basketball beat writer is your main job. Now, I'm interested um, in your world right now. As it pertains to Nebraska, there's got to be some changes. We know that. We, you know, we've, we've been through that discussion. Um Fred was retained, but, you know, there's got to be some sort of changes. I'm, all I'm asking you, Robin, is how do you envision this unfolding and in what kind of time frame are we looking at? Well, for me, the first major domino that um, needs to fall and is going to fall is probably with the coaching staff. Um, I think it's probably a safe assumption that there will be some changes and um, at this point, I would expect there to be some movement. Um, I'm pretty confident in saying that. Uh, now it's just a matter of like the extent of that movement. Um, I don't envision it being a like total overhaul of the entire staff, but there could be a couple pieces within that full-time staff um, that, that end up moving on. And for that Time frame, I would imagine by the end of the week uh, is kind of what I'm looking at. Just because, you know, you're you're up against the clock uh, so much more than normal in today's era of the transfer portal um, to sit there and take your time and go, you know, a month without having a full staff. Uh, that's just putting you in a really bad spot. Considering, you know, I mean, guys are already hitting the portal right now, um, and with Nebraska's expected roster. Um, attrition that normally occurs uh, you just got to figure out what you need to replace going into the spring signing period which you know is less than a month away so you know they 
uh, have a very short window here to do a lot of uh, important <laughs> uh, tasks uh, going into to this offseason. I think it starts with the coaches, and I would imagine that happens very quickly, like I said. Um, probably, um, my guess would be you, you'd hear something on that by the end of the week, and then that is going to lead to um, or probably influence some of the roster dominoes that fall after that, uh, just in terms of guys leaving, um, you know, what happens with the current recruiting class, and and so forth. And then, obviously, who they get to replace, whatever coaches move on, and what that influences with the additions they make through the transfer portal. Yeah, on that note, Robin, you mentioned in terms of recruiting, you know, they do have commits for this class, but are, are they actively doing anything right now because of all the uncertainty, or is it kind of just quiet in all fronts for Nebraska basketball? Well, I mean, they're in a spot now with, as far as the 22 class, it's all going to be done through the portal. So, you know, they need to figure out what their staff is because um, I mean, basketball recruiting in general, but especially with the transfer portal, um, it's all about relationships. Um, you know, these recruits have already been through the uh, first round of the recruiting process to where they're not caught up in facilities and uh, all that sort of stuff. They're looking for the best possible opportunity with the people that they trust that are going to help get them where to they, they need to be. So that's why I say any movement that we see, that's why you haven't seen like Nebraska's name pop up on, um, you know, lists of schools uh, said transfer is hearing from not at nearly as much as you have in the past, because I think there's, they just need to figure out what that staff is and, and what, what connections and relationships they're going to be able to lean on going forward to, to, truly start to pursue some of these uh, transfer additions. To my Robin Washington. Robin, regarding a former Nebraska player that's in the dance, Teddy Allen had a great year for New Mexico State. He'll be He's out of 12 seed playing UConn in the first round, the player of the year in the WAC conference. New Mexico State. At New Mexico State, the conference champion there. I mean, are you surprised to see him have success or what led to that, Robin? Uh, your thoughts on Teddy Allen's rebound year at New Mexico State. Interesting. It's interesting. No, I mean, I think Teddy's doing exactly what you would expect at that level. I mean, this is a guy that scored a bunch of points in the Big Ten, and now he's playing a system that is much more suited to his skill sets, where he can be a ball dominant scorer, and uh, everybody's okay with it. <laughs> where in Fred's system, you know, a guy that needed the basketball in his hands that much, it's just it, it doesn't doesn't work with what they wanted to do and, and the pieces they built around him. So, you know, Teddy's in a spot that was perfect for him. Uh, and you know, for a guy that's gone through a lot uh, in his life, in his basketball career, it's really cool to see him um, have this success and, you know, have have this type of season to end his college career. And, you know, I think that that's a team that could potentially, uh, you know, stick around for a game or two, uh, given the way that they're playing right now. Robin, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. Enjoy the dance, and we will talk to you again next week. Sounds good, guys. Great job. Okay. okay. Robin, wash it. I want to get to something. I want to get to something right. here that you'll find interesting. Please do. Before the game show, we have right, a couple minutes. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We have a couple minutes. You'll find this fascinating. Okay, do you know, Harrison, Jake, do you know, you walk over to, you know, the east side of Memorial Stadium, and you're seeing this massive construction project is a $155 million training facility. It'll be one of the best in the country for a period. And do you understand? 
I know, and I know this is true among Nebraska officials, how the NIL has changed how we look at the importance of a facility like that. That facility, uh, you know, the question that would be legitimate in the context of NIL, is that facility necessary? Because is that what – because yeah. – because kids aren't it's a good question because that the importance of that sort of facility versus the importance of having a hundred thousand dollars nil deal which one are you taking if you're a kid you what, which is what which one's more important to you direct cash or this nice training facility that's guess. nicer than what you got but what you have isn't exactly shabby okay exactly I'm see that's where I stand on all this Casey stuff Thompson on. came to Nebraska never visited it. Didn't have to visit here. I know. I mean, what's important to him—the winning or the money, or maybe both are. Hopefully, well, both I'm are. talking about. I'm just talking. I know. About facilities. I, know I'm ta- I understand the facilities. Just talk about facilities. Though. As long as you're not horrible in facilities, but you have a good nil structure in place, yeah. do you need to? Do you need to spend 155 million? I don't think you probably do. Maybe you just spend 75. Maybe you do. I do you see what I'm saying? I, I, I totally get it. Oh, I know. I know this is a discussion among Nebraska officials. I know it because I talk to them. What's going to help us get the players here? Yeah, is it that is that big structure, or is it more related to nil? Of course, it's nil. That's where now. Now, do you understand the the how complex this this discussion is in terms of soliciting donor money? If I'm a donor, what what am I given to? Am I given to to the help funding the you know these complexes mm-hmm. going up or do I just give it to NIL decisions decisions yeah it's really being an AD right now is really tricky it's really tricky it's Go a tricky down. deal Trev's got a hard job then think about it he's got that big stadium over there to ponder how am I going to enhance the fan experience, which we haven't really dealt with, which we haven't really tried to enhance in 25 years. <laughs> I wouldn't want that job. If I, 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 you'd have to pay me a lot of money to be the AD. Well, I think Trev's getting a pretty well, He's getting a million money. a year or so, yeah, but is that pretty, enough? I don't know. I mean, that's a big job. It's a big job. He can take it, though, hopefully. Yeah. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now, 402-464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today, again, the NCAA tournament starts today in the first four. How about some previous NCAA tournament MVPs? These are on the winning teams. Oh, God. Okay? So I'll yes. give you the year, the yeah. team, and the position. Oh God, shouldn't be that bad. No, I, this. I feel I, like we should go four for four today. I, Jake, come on, I'm horrible at this. I think we're going four for four. Okay, prove me right, callers. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. Come on, let's try. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. I'm just telling you, don't be scared. This is not that difficult today. 402-464-5685. Shut up, simple. Sponsored by Bagels and Joe. Again, NCAA tournament 
MVPs. Why why was I fearful when you said this? Here's why. Because I had to rack my brain the other day to remind myself who won last year's tournament. Well, it comes to you. It'll, I had it'll it, come to you. I had it in my mind. I had it in my mind that Gonzaga won. Baylor they lost. Won. They yeah. got they got bashed by yeah, Baylor. Baylor smacked them. Gonzaga was the favorite in that game. Yeah, and they got smoked. So yeah, Jalen Suggs. Yeah, yeah, I I can't remember those winners. So hopefully you can jog my memory. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. We have a, getting the car lined up now, but yeah, I'm gonna give you the year, the team, and the position. That's pretty easy. Ready? Okay, Alex. Al- Alex, how do you feel about NCAA tournament MVPs? Um, not too bad. All right. Okay, Alex, thanks for trying. We appreciate it. All right, Alex, first question goes to you. What UConn guard was the MVP of the 2014 NCAA tournament? That's got to be Kemba Walker. Ooh. That was not That's intended. what I, I thought. I understood that could be a trick question. It was not meant to be. No, it's not correct. It's not Kemba? No. Pass. That would be Shabazz Napier. That's not easy. They were a seven seed that year and won the dance. That's not easy. I thought that was okay. So we're not going four for four. No, that was not Can easy. we go three for four? That okay. starts right now, Sip. Uh, all right, Sip, for the lead. First question What Michigan State guard was the MVP of the 2000 NCAA tournament? Mateen Cleaves. All right, we're one for two. We are one for two. Nice work. Alex, for the tie, your last question. What Kansas guard was the MVP of the 2008 NCAA tournament? 2008. Um, first name that comes to mind is Sharon Collins. I'm going to go with that. It's not over yet. Yeah, sorry. I should give you the horns. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That was a that was a that was a premature horns. But maybe you can still win, Sip. Um, yeah, I do. I got. I I'd be shocked if it's not Mario Chalmers. <laughs> There's. The, I knew you were gonna get it. The premature horns, but it was yeah. it was accurate yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just knew I was gonna. It get was it. a precursor to the victory. God, you, that was a huge shot. I mean, you. You had a lot of confidence in me. I did. Alex, thanks for calling. We'll get your bag on the coffee, but uh, call in down the road. Thanks, man. Yep, this was an epic fail. Oh, it wasn't an epic <laughs> fail. No, you're, you're fine. fine, you're Alex. Fine, Alex. Don't worry. Tough. Believe me, I, I've been through epic failures. Um, Jake, not bad. Yeah, I, I strange. Guess, I the new. I yeah, it's very strange. You're, I I thinking about it now. It, you know, Shabazz Napier. Tough you you do you do think Kemba Walker? Yeah, tough one. And he was 2011. I Shabazz believe. Napier. Really difficult one for the caller. If I had to ask you, okay, this is not. You want your last one first? Yes. Then, okay, yes. we got some time here. Yes. Uh, what Florida forward was the MVP of the 2006 NCAA Florida tournament? Florida forward. Florida forward. Wow. Um, I don't. I can't. Ha- I don't know that one. Joe Kim Noah. Oh, should have known that. Should have known that one. Yeah. If I had to do, okay. I think this was 04. Should have known. 04 of a Yukon forward that won the MVP. You got that one at all? Yukon forward? Yeah. I think it was 04. Might have been. Uh, I think it was that time. In that time frame, a forward. Yeah, early 2000s. Early. Uh, just give it to me. Ameka Okafor, remember that one? No, wouldn't okay. have got that. I was I thinking, have got, I'm thinking about all if, the Yukon. If names you would have given me all day, I wouldn't have not. I wouldn't have got that. Well, you don't get all day. I would have got Noah, though. I would have got 
Jock Kim. No. I got to tell you, I didn't know who last year's MVP was. I looked it it's up. A guard from Baylor. Baylor. What was his yeah. name? I can't say it. I'd be surprised if you got that. Yeah. I, I didn't know the name. Yeah, I believe it was Jared Butler. That's probably right. You know that name, Harrison? Yeah, really I know. I really didn't know. Hard. I said, wow. Yeah, it's hard. I missed that one somehow. All right. Well, anyway, I got the win. Um, what, what am I, 300 now? 300, 500? 300, 500. Good for you. We're, get, we're getting there. We are getting there. That was a good game. Oh, a tiebreaker real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Kentucky's Anthony Davis was the MVP of the 2012 NCAA tournament. How many points per game did he average that season to the first decimal? 19.7. 14.2, surprisingly Whoa. low. I agree. Surprisingly low. low. Yeah, that's low. I should have went lower. I, I would have guessed probably like 17. Balanced still team. Balanced they team. were balanced. That, yeah. that team was awesome. Right. Except they lost to Wisconsin in the final four. We'll wrap things up. We got we I, I fired up DP with the conversation Jeez, about the first four. Is it is it a tourney win or not? He's gonna come in here steaming. Steaming. That's so up we, next. Yeah, we have DP coming. On the spillover. DP on the spillover next and early break on the ticket.